Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I have a ton of updates to share about Donald Trump. So I'll start with the good news. Um, on Friday of last week, Trump was ordered to pay the New York Times and some of their reporters for filing a frivolous lawsuit. Trump had sued the New York Times, also three of their journalists, Suzanne Craig, David Barstow, and Russ Butner. This was after they published a series of articles, you might remember, this was a while back, they published articles about Trump's history of alleged tax fraud, also the obscene amount of money that he received from his father while claiming that he's self-made. Um, so the lawsuit was dismissed in May of 2023, and now a judge has ordered Trump to pay the news outlet and three of its reporters almost $400,000. Trump faced another loss in relation to his New York fraud trial. The New York Court of Appeals rejected Trump's challenge um, to the gag order that was imposed by Judge, Ar Judge Arthur Angeron. That's the one that prevents him from making public statements about the judge's staff. Well, even though the trial is over, the judge still has to rule on how much Trump owes. So the gag order will remain in place. Um, in other news, Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, withdrew from his Stormy Daniels hush money case, as well as his E. Jean Carroll case. Tacopina's entire firm is off the case, so Trump lost three attorneys at, attorneys at once. And in an interview on MSNBC, former Trump attorney Tim Parlatore had this to say about Joe Tacopina, who he worked with for a brief period of time. He's essentially been on the shelf ever since he screwed up the first Gene Carroll case. Uh, he is, uh, I mean, he's very good at self-publicity, publicity. publicity but not actually very good in the courtroom. And I think that that's something that we all saw during the Gene Carroll case. It's something that I warned them repeatedly, do not bring this guy in at all. And it's something that none of the other lawyers, we none of us wanted to work with him. All the best people, huh? Uh, more like all the people who look best on camera. And speaking of E. Jean Carroll, as you likely know, the new trial began on Tuesday of this week. And unlike the last Carroll trial, Trump has attended parts of this proceeding. The trial's off to a rocky start, though, because both Trump and his attorney have managed to piss off the judge numerous times. Before I jump into those details, though, I wanted to share something that's really disturbing that came up during the jury selection. The judge instructed the jurors not to share their real names with anyone, not even him. So anyone involved in this case, other jurors, no one. He explained how the jurors would be transported also to an underground garage every day and brought into the court. And then the judge advised them, don't tell anyone that you're serving on this jury, not even your own family members. That is how dangerous it's become to sit in judgment of this lying rapist piece of animal excrement who used to be the president of the country. So anyway, so-called attorney Alina Haba asked the judge again, she's asked multiple times now, to adjourn the case. She wanted one day because Trump needed to attend the funeral for Melania's mother. The judge reminded her that this is a civil case, Trump is not required to attend. And at one point, the judge told Haba, quote, when the ruling is made, that is the end, not the beginning of argument. And then Haba continued to argue, and eventually the judge said, quote, this argument is over. 
So that was on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, Haba brought the subject up again, and the judge got really pissed. The judge, this is Judge Lewis Kaplan. He said, quote, the application is denied. I will hear no further argument on it. So Haba continued to speak after he said that, and he told her, quote, none. Do you understand that word? Sit down. And so then Haba whined, quote, I don't like being spoken to that way, Your Honor. <laughs> really, I'm sure she's heard worse <laughs> from just about anyone who's had to deal with her. And then my favorite was when Judge Kaplan told Haba, quote, No, we are not going to read out loud a document not yet in evidence. We are going to take a break here, and you're going to refresh your memory about how you get a document into evidence. <laughs> and then Haba continued to irritate the judge when he sustained several objections to her cross-examination of Carol. The judge finally said to Haba, quote, Did you not hear me? <laughs> And then Judge Kaplan had to step in at one point and rephrase a question for Haba because she clearly earned her law degree from Trump University. <laughs> he told her that one of her questions was, quote, not clear. And then he went on to restate the question for Carol. And then after Carol responded and answered the question, Judge Kaplan told Haba, quote, now it's clear as a bell. Go on, Ms. Haba. <laughs> and then Haba, at one point, mispronounced the word Polish. She was reading tweets. She was trying to prove that Carol was attacked online even before Trump's defamatory statements about her. So she's reading off these tweets, and Haba said that one tweet was sent by a Twitter user known as Power to the Polish. So the judge stepped in and he corrected her and he said, quote, the person probably meant Polish, as in, you know, the country. <laughs> Again, all the best people. Trump also angered the judge. He was heard defaming Carol in the courtroom as he's being tried for defaming her. And he's saying all these things loud enough for the jury to hear. So while the jury was out of the room, Carol's attorneys brought this up to the judge. And initially, the judge was pretty cool about it. He said, you know, can you keep it down while you're conferring with your attorneys? Well, as typical with Trump, he, he pushed it. He was heard calling the trial a con job, a witch hunt. He was saying, oh, finally, she got her memory back. And then after Carol's attorneys complained a second time to the judge, the judge warned Trump, you might forfeit your right to be in this court. So Trump throws up his hands and, or his arms and he said something uh, to Judge Kaplan. And then the judge said to him, quote, you just can't control yourself. And then Trump shot back, neither can you. So it is very possible that he might get thrown out of the courtroom before this trial ends. And there is a lot on the line here. You know, Carol's asking for 10 million in this case. They had an expert witness come in who said that it, she could be entitled to up to 12 million uh, for her reputational damage. And, you know, the 5 million verdict obviously failed to shut him up. It didn't do the trick. 
And a federal appeals court has denied Trump's claim of presidential immunity. They made that decision this week. So this is happening with or without him and could cost him a hell of a lot of money. Now for some not so great news. Trump scored a bit of a victory in the ACN phone company pyramid scheme. I I mentioned this lawsuit recently. The case had previously been comprised of three plaintiffs. It was combined, or all three plaintiffs were combined into a class action lawsuit. Well, the judge, for some reason, has now decided to separate these cases, and the judge is forcing each of these plaintiffs to sue Trump in their respective states, so California, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. So we'll see what happens with that. It just, you know, has lost some steam, lost some power. We'll see if these people even decide to pursue the matter any longer. It's already gone on. I believe it's now like six years or something. So Trump had another win in Oregon. Uh, The Supreme Court of that state agreed to keep him on the primary ballot, but they said that they'll revisit the issue in the general election after they hear how the Supreme Court rules. So, of course, the Supreme Court is making a decision on the Colorado case where he was removed from the ballot. As for the American public, though, a majority, 56 percent, said that either the Supreme Court should ban Trump from the ballot, just take him off entirely across the country, or they think that the decision should be left up to state election officials. That is based on a new ABC Ipsos poll, and only 39% of the respondents said that SCOTUS should order Trump to remain on all ballots. So the majority of the country says, yeah, I don't think he's entitled to stay on, and they should just kick him off or leave it up to the states. So we'll see how this turns out. But The worst news is out of Florida. It's related to the classified documents case. It is beyond abundantly clear that so-called Judge Aileen Cannon is a Trump minion. She just keeps proving this over and over and over again. In November, the special counsel had asked Trump to divulge his planned arguments for the trial meaning what arguments will Trump be making, what what arguments is his team planning to make when the trial starts. This is a basic step in the trial process from everything I've seen, everything I've read. The special counsel is not asking for anything out of the ordinary. Well, Judge Cannon shot it down. She denied the request for that information. Now, what we do know is that Trump plans to argue that the U.S. intelligence agencies are just out to get him. I'm not kidding. Based on documents that were filed by his attorneys this week, it is very clear he's going to use the deep state argument and that the case is politically motivated, his typical spiel. And then there were documents filed by Jack Smith's team that show that they now plan to call or they are at least believe that they're going to be calling five different witnesses with expertise in digital forensics or cellular analytics. So these witnesses are going to testify about the information that they were able to extract from Walt Nauta and Carlos de Oliveira's devices and also their accounts. They are Walta or Nauta and de Oliveira. They are his co-defendants in the classified documents case. They're accused of helping him to obstruct justice by hiding the documents that he stole. 
The witnesses are also going to tell the jury about the data that they obtained when they searched the devices and the accounts of a Trump employee that hasn't been named yet. This is the person who is simply referred to as Trump employee number two in the charging documents. So could be very damning information. We don't know what it is. You know, none of that has been exposed or at least to my knowledge. I'm sure some of it was brought up in the charging documents, but I guarantee that that was like the tip of the iceberg. And there's so much more that they have on him that we are not even anywhere near aware of. So I will keep you posted on all of this. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if it's possible. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.